Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's podcast time. This is the Altenar Stars Billboard's weekly alternative music podcast. I'm your host, Chris Payne. I want to transport you to the Caribbean. Picture it. We're heading from Miami to Mexico. You can see Cuba on the horizon at this point. What you're about to hear is an interview I did on Paramore's Parahoy Cruise a couple weeks ago. Interview I did with the band Churches. They were the main support on the cruise. They played three sets. Uh, at this point, churches they have two excellent albums to their name both like rock solid records to start a career with um they can put together a really awesome set at this point and i talked to them just before actually they did a little bingo game on board the second day so i talked to them before this little bingo game they did they're a great band super smart people lauren their singer has a background in journalism so you know kind of kindred spirits there but really all three of them are just really really intelligent, interesting people to talk to, really in tune with a lot of pertinent topics we spoke about. So I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope you like it. Because um, we were traveling, could only do two mics this time, so apologies if uh, sound quality is a little bit off what it normally was. Uh, this is basically our on-the-road version of the Alton Our Stars podcast. Four people making it work with two mics, doing a little bit of sharing. So I think we made it work. I hope you enjoy it. Last week, we had Lights on the Podcast, another one I think you might be into if you're into this kind of thing. Also did this one on the Paramore Cruise. If you want to check that one out, you can search for the Alt and Our Stars on iTunes, or just go into the podcast app on your phone. Also, if you're viewing this on Billboard.com, you can check the link at the bottom of the page, and that'll take you right there. You can also subscribe to the podcast, get it every week. We have a new episode every Friday with a new guest, and all the archived episodes are there. So yeah, that's it. Um, hope you enjoy the podcast. This is the Alt and Our Stars with Churches. From the top again, this is the Alt and Our Stars podcast. That's the name of the show, the Alt and Our Stars. And we're here with Churches on the Parahoy Cruise. How are you so, guys doing? We're good. We're excited to be on the boat. What a delight. I just saw I just saw Cuba for the first time. Cuba is in the distance right now. That really is. That sounds like a lie, but it's true. No, there. No the other side. The other side. So we're seeing Cuba. We're looking at this great view. We're in Lauren's stateroom right now. We're chilling. 
How was the show last night, guys? Because this was your first show, first Maritime Churches performance. It was good, yeah. It was windy. I guess um, <laughs> it was windier than even like the windiest festival we've played. Um, so there were challenges involved in that, but uh, generally I think it went well. Like from what we can tell so far, like the vibe is super nice on this trip. Like all the bands are really nice and. Um, it seems like the Paramore fan base is really nice and it's nice to be a part of that because a lot of times when you're not playing your own show you don't really know what kind of reception you're going to get and people have been very welcoming to us so it went well I think Lauren choked on her hair I did yes uh, there was a lot of sea wind that was going on and you know I have to open my mouth quite a lot when I'm singing and it went like right like you know if it's just in my mouth it's fine but it went like right down like the gullet and it was bad she kept like dropping lines during the set and I'm going and every time I looked up there was just I think for shows two and three, I'm gonna tie tie it out of my face. Yeah. That was a lesson. You need it's a life a lesson. Sailor's hat on. Yeah, sort yeah. Of I brought all these stupid props, um, which sometimes I feel you, that Ian and Martin aren't that into, but um, we're you know, them right now. Well, we're wearing them for the podcast. <laughs> we might not wear them for shows in front of people, but I feel like you know, we don't get radio. to do this stuff very much, so we should that go in. Two feet first, if we're gonna do I mean, the band came out in all black. I think, like, the little sailor's hats, the lay, the Mardi Gras beads, very randomly, <laughs> were not really the in seriousness. New Orleans, but I think it could add a little bit to the, the black think accents. So. A little, little, yeah, something to set it off here. We're not there. really serious. People are quite lighthearted. So I noticed something listening to your set last night. The f- my, I've seen you guys play bef- before, but this is the first time seeing a church's show at sea. Mm-hmm. Picked up a vibe in some of the songs. You played a song called We Sink uh, very early yeah. in the set. Oh, didn't do the... Uh, in under the Tide? On, yeah, Under the Tide, Keep You on My Side. Um, um, oh, of the boat. I yeah. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> there, so there's a lot of church's mm. songs that maybe sound like kind of things not going so well on a boat, like maybe sinking. <laughs> Well, I've only, yeah, we've only been on a boat once before, and it kind of went fine. So I don't know why it would be something that, well, uh, in terms of safety, it was fine. Uh, Still alive. We stay afloat, keep you on my side. Yes. Stay afloat. um, Empty Threat's got a pretty heavy nautical theme, too. Yeah, that's true. As far as I'm aware, we don't really, I don't really spend a lot of time with boats, so I don't know why I write about it so much. Maybe after this, we'll have a whole concept album about it. (laughs) A maritime concept album. <laughs> like st- kind of uh, churches do steampunk or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't imagine what that would be like. But you know, we need idea. Maybe after we have a little break, we'll need ideas for album three. So we'll come back to this one. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I was on the Paramore Paramore cruise the last time. It was with um, Tegan and Sarah. Paramore were there, and I think it's a lot of the same people from the last time because they get preferential like treatment on buying tickets, Pre-sales. getting on the the ship another time so I would say it's maybe even like more than half of those people and I feel like they've brought like a lot of good vibes with them because a lot of these people have done this before I think so and I guess um, from what I can tell about the Paramore fa- not now I think yeah, good. you can ham it up as well we've got sushi platters and I'll you wish. know there is a sushi restaurant on this boat. There is, but yeah, I figured, right, yeah. we are at sea, but that does not necessarily mean that the seafood is going to be fresh, because oh, unless they're actually yeah, catching it with a fishing rod, <laughs> then it's at least a couple of days old. So maybe I'm going to sidestep the sushi on board. Ian is very worried about um, general stomach upsets, because he's I mean, not had a boat. great 
Yeah, and he's not had a great run in recent times. He got sick on a plane. So before we were getting on the boat, Ian was like, do you want anything? I'm going to go to the shop and stockpile emergency supplies in case for some reason there's some kind of outbreak of illness or like food shortage. Then he's got all the M&Ms and hand sanitizer we could ever want. I don't know. But I respect and applaud your no, forward plan. No. I was really sick before the show last night. I, I'm not, I never thought I was seasick, but I was not well before the gig. I don't <laughs> even bad. know how I got through it. We had to cut a song because uh, I was not in a good way. Plus, that we did some really good... Uh, I guess I always tell myself that, because we don't tend to make a huge amount of like in-your-face eye contact when we're playing shows, but I actually do think we're really good at wordless communication now. Because I was like, I need to talk to Martin to figure out what's happening whether we're cutting this song and switching mm-hmm. it in and then turn around and tell Ian and then we need to communicate with the tech guys at the side and then communicate with the sound engineer and we did it in less than like a minute it was pretty impressive mm. Doc was just like no no like <laughs> what's I can't how would I describe that for podcast purposes it was uh, if I perform this song I'm probably going to die yeah a hand, <laughs> a hand action <laughs> that somehow yeah. relayed that to me and I was like okay no no no, no. don't uh, come no out here no one wants <laughs> to be helicoptered off <laughs> <laughs> a cruise ship to a hospital on the first night. But I did. I was no. thinking afterwards. I was like, "What would happen if, like, because Doc's very really, um, passionate and enthusiastic during that uh, song, and also does a lot of going towards the crowd?" And I was like, "What would happen if you like vomed on the front row, pukes on the kids in the front row?" I was like, "That's like suck at Dillinger Escape Plan. Like that is the whole <laughs> new level. You, you shit. JJ you, Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you shit on the stage. Big deal. Like, and I'm here to report everything. It's in your ear. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Shit on the kids." That'd be awful. I feel like, plus, I feel like all the kids are so nice and polite. They would be like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And they'd be like, sorry, I'm sick of you. But, you know, maybe the show tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of excited. We have to call the Parahoy Bingo thing. And I've only played Bingo a couple of times. But I quite like the, you know, when they do like the rhyming slang stuff, like mm. the 22, all the Oh, twos. yeah, have you been swatting up on that stuff? Uh, no, I'm just going to, I think if we make it up, it'll be funnier. I'm trying to right. get some X-rated bingo calls. Like well, it says 18 plus, so I think you're going to be okay. X, 11, <laughs> couple, couple of couple. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> the 12, 1 and 2, need a poo. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, what? And then it'll be, you know, maybe it'll take longer to get through the game because people are confused, but it'll still be uplifting. I'm Plus, Ian doesn't you. look pleased by any of this, so I think that making it as embarrassing as possible for you will be my so goal. I'm not going to be there so I'll just heckle you <laughs> well it's just I'm not doing it myself no way yeah so we were talking about the good vibes on board and I was saying like I think there's a lot of diversity a lot of it is like the Tegan and Sarah crowd the Paramore crowd from last time there's a lot of gay and lesbian couples a lot of teens and their parents Do you, does this feel like like maybe even more positive vibes because normally churches shows are pretty positive but how does this one feel comparison yeah, I think from what we can tell about our fan base in the last couple of years, it's definitely developed a lot. Um, I think that it's looking at a front row of a church show is really diverse, and I like that it can be like you know fifty year old dudes who love Depeche Mode, or you know teenagers, or like a teenage girl and their dad, and stuff like that. I think that's nice and a positive thing, and I definitely think that's something we have in common with bands like Taken Sarah and Paramore and Lights and. Um, yeah, I think the way that those bands interact with the people that come to their shows and that love their records has been very inspiring to me personally as well. And it's really nice to be a part of that. And just feel like it does feel like a it sounds cheesy, but it does feel like a community thing. And when Paramore were playing their show yesterday and they were talking about the Paramore, Paramore <coughs> family, like you look around, I'm like those kids do feel that. Like mm. they've come from Our everywhere. Family. Yeah, like they've come from so many different places to be here. And I think I don't know. People just want to feel like they 
belong for a minute and mm. I feel like that's definitely something that a band like Paramore has given them and they've invested in that and it's, it feels really nice to be a part of that rather than just a you know normal festival bill that doesn't have that kind of aspect to it They're, they've got this map that they show you on the TV like in your room that has got a um, like a heat map of where everyone's come from mm. throughout the world and there's something like over 30 countries that people have come to this cruise from. And I think that speaks volumes about the way that their their fan base is and the level of loyalty and level of engagement that people have. And that's pretty inspiring as a band for us. You know, it's something that we've always been super engaged and we've always, you know, worked towards that level of community. And uh, there's, there's something to be learned from the way that those guys, Paramore, I mean, have done it. And mm. Tegan and Sarah, for that matter throughout their careers, it's very, very cool. Yeah, and like before you guys have dealt with dudes in the audience yelling out shitty things and people online, I think you guys have raised a lot of awareness for that. And you probably get asked about this a lot, so I'm thinking just specifically recently, maybe in this recent album cycle, do you see things getting better? Do you think progress is happening? Um, I think the thing that's different for us is that um, the community immediately around the band has galvanized in a way on this record it didn't necessarily on the first. Um, I don't think I don't necessarily know if we get that stuff more or less I just think that the people who care about the band on a day in day out basis are uh, much more dedicated and um, they kind of self-police to an extent and also I think for me personally it's been healthier to just try and focus on and invest in that part of it because then it makes the other stuff easier to ignore or deal with and things like that yeah, and do you think just like, because I feel in recent years, like especially people around our age have been better than people in the past at raising awareness about sexism and things like this. Have you seen like a new thing happen with millennials, young people like us, basically? Um, yes and no. Uh, I think the worst culprits that have uh, we've come into contact with have been millennials have mm. been our age so I think some of the best and some of the worst people come out of that I think uh, the internet and social networking has increased communication in a really awesome and positive way but it's also <laughs> completely dehumanized uh, a lot of people I think um, but yeah I'm not sure um, uh, uh, these people always had those elements of their personality it's just yeah. sad now that in the modern era you can write that down and it stays there mm. and people have to look at it Whereas before, maybe these people didn't have a voice like that. They were thinking those thoughts, but they weren't spewing it out into the world. People seem to think that if there's one layer of anonymity, even if they're stupid enough to think that their IP addresses aren't like easily accessible. We know you all. We take screenshots. <laughs> well, yeah. Before I block yeah. you, I take a screenshot and you go on a list, motherfucker. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think there's one layer of anonymity between what they're saying. They, they can come out some of the most fucked up shit I've ever read. Stuff that I've never thought or would even dream of saying to someone, let alone writing it down, yeah. you know? But we're talking about a seriously small minority of people here, just to shout loud. Yeah, and I think mm. for, 
for us, the thing that has changed in the last couple of years is um, just how invested people have become in the band and how they've kind of brought the ethos of the band into their lives and vice versa. And I think that that makes it feel more like a 3D tangible thing rather than just a record that people listen to. Maybe they stream, they don't buy, whatever. Like, it's not just that for people. And I think we're really lucky to have that. And it makes it, I don't know, that kind of investment for them and for us makes it feel a lot more of a purpose or something. Like church is the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go think, that far. Like stuff like like the other bands that are on this boat, like bands like Newfound Glory, like there's an ethos in that band mm. which connects with the people that love that band and that's why they're still here however many years later because those are guys that invest in local music communities and help other bands and, you know, they're about communicating with the kids that follow their band and, you know, helping those people with their, their lives and things and I think that something like that's really powerful and it's nice to be part of a bill like that when people give a shit about something that's more than shifting units and selling tickets mm. yeah those guys all came from hardcore and even though like they morphed into a band that had videos on MTV and whatnot I think even to this day like you see a lot of activism for things like veganism on board and I feel like with Haley, with Chad with Newfound Glory a lot of that just goes back to where these people came from well, yeah and I think um, I always kind of think that just because your band is of a certain size or plays a certain kind of music or something, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to run your life by the ethos or lack of ethos of other bands that are of that ilk, you know? <laughs> and I think a band like Newfound Glory, like, they still have kept all those things from being those kids that put on all those shows back in the day. And I think that's very inspiring, you know? And a lot of people don't bother to do that. Um, and I think, I don't know, it's nice to see people give a shit about something in an industry where most people don't. That sounded really negative. <laughs> Most but, people don't give a shit, but well, we do. Well, you know what I mean? No, but, like, a lot of bands lot don't. Of don't. And they don't have to. Like, it's your prerogative. No. Do whatever you want. But, um, I don't know. I think it's inspiring to see that. And then you see that mirrored back at them from the people that come to their shows and mm. buy their records. And I think that must be a really rewarding thing to feel. That's not to call it a criticism of people who aren't activists for this sort of no. thing. Like, that's, I don't think that's what you're saying. What's well, right I, for I one person is not right for Right. It's, the, it's inspiring that these people that give enough of a fuck to, to work towards something like that and stand up for that sort of thing but just because someone else doesn't doesn't mean that they're automatically you know the problem yes. a problem but it doesn't yeah. give me the warm fuzzies in the same way does it right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so we're saying it's easier to kind of just come to a show kind of on autopilot like yeah I'm here to see some music drink some beers be with my friends right. watch the show and right. maybe Which is not totally fine. yeah it's escapism totally fine. and entertainment mm -hmm. you know that's cool that's cool but then every so often there'll be a band that communicates with you on a level that's a little bit deeper than that or like hard, I don't know and I think so you see that a lot when you're on, at shows on this weird boat it's not <laughs> this weird <laughs> big love boat floating city fucking yeah. luxury prison <laughs> the 3D church's experience. So basically, you want to be one of those bands that have this whole set of ethos, like a community around it. Scratch and sniff of emotion. Sorry, that's my bag. Beyonce's in my bag. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. Just leave it on. Yeah, it'll be a good soundtrack. Can you handle it? All right. <laughs> this is the lifestyle of churches. This is the 3D, 360 mm -hmm. it's experience. Scratch and sniff experience. Scratch and sniff. Yes. It's so 80s. I love it. <laughs> What happened to Scratch and Sniff? We used to talk about getting that. No. <gasps> we were talking about new sh uh, shirts the other day. We we're going to try and put some new shirts in the merch range. Okay. And I take Scratch the, and Sniff. Uh, maybe Scratch and Sniff. I think like we should do it. Do you remember Global Hypercolor? Do it I was big know. in the 80s. It was like shirts and shorts, like kind of sportswear. And when it got hot from your body temperature, oh, it would change yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could get one of those, like, get that 
an album art one with that on. <laughs> or we'll get like the album art and then have it be scratch and sniff like flo- oh, floral scratch much. and sniff. Yeah, yeah with the album art. The Pants? album art would be no. very... Get hot. I know, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> write this down. should write this scratch down. Scratch and sniff. You heard it here first. Church's entire range of some scratch and sniff items for Lemonade summer 2016. Oh... <laughs> 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 Church's workout gear. You heard it here first. Because, like, workout gear, I think, especially with kids, is becoming more of a fashion thing. Activewear. And I don't really see bands selling it as much. I don't know if I have any activewear. Do you want a joke? Uh, I'm basically, uh, this is basically like Shark Tank, where I'm pitching my idea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen these shops, especially in East London, where, like, really high end, like, boutiques that just sell gym gear. Or, like, sports gear. I always thought to myself, what wankers they? <laughs> and then I started going to the gym all the time and I thought, I should go and get me some of that. And work out <laughs> and look good at the same Trish time. and I work for Under Armour, actually. <laughs> oh, that's what this has been all about all, all along. <laughs> Enter the Under Armour rep. We've got some ideas for churches. I think we should do a health goth line. Have you heard about that? Oh, yeah. I know about health goth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we already all have baggy baggy t-shirts on and skinny black jeans, so it's probably more achievable than the sports look, given that. I've got some, um, like, trousers that are sort of joggies with zips on them. That's kind of health goth, is it not? Zips are important. Uh, (laughs) Cyber goth. Uh, (laughs) It's really... All that shit's basically just... uh, the industrial look like yeah. evolved yeah like five years ago that was powerfully uncool to dress like that <laughs> anytime you go to LA it's just people wearing a big baggy goth t-shirts and like <laughs> shorts that are also trousers you seen yeah. those things yeah I feel like trousers. a lot of <laughs> Kanye rips that a lot with a lot of the things he designs where like the, uh, the like the pits of pit the sleeves in the, in the shirt will be a lot baggier than they used to be the, the crotch will drop lower like Justin Bieber pants all that stuff is big right now um, you missed Ian's uh, enjoyable <laughs> mashing of words we decided they should be called schnauzers or shorts <laughs> hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> Church's shorts. Shorts. Mm-hmm. I want to see a fucking you need to go scuba diving in Mexico. Man, I just mean like out there, like swimming around. I figured that that was a possibility. Do you think that's unrealistic? No, I don't know. Well, I guess hmm, would they come that close to the surface this far? Out? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't really know enough about how they are operating in the open sea. We need, a, we need to get a maritime uh, specialist in here, <laughs> like an employee from the ship. Mm-hmm. Do cruises come with that? Uh, I'm 
sure they did. Is there like a Jacques Cousteau guy? Who well, just you, were on, you were on Parahoy before. You should, we, this is our first time. We don't know. Uh, oh, so th- so I should be the ex. This is where I think pods of dolphins, maybe porpoises are very prevalent in this area. Oh. There we go. Coast of Cuba. Maybe not sharks, but you can see the porpoises, maybe even the dolphins. Aww, that's all I wanted. That's great. Mm, How did you do that? Of porpoise. Oh, no. no oh, are you sure you don't want to come to Bingo? I feel like you might be like on. You're like ready or primed. So you guys have two sets left yeah. on Parahoy. Played one on the main stage, the pool deck, last night. So I'm wondering, you have two albums to pick from now. More songs, more church's material, more songs about ship sinking. <laughs> what is what is going to be the approach for the next two sets? You're going to have some different songs in there? Yeah, I think we're going to try and uh, switch things around a little bit. Because um, the sets are an hour, so we can kind of drop a couple of things, put another things in. Um, and I think it'll be good fun. Um, Are we going to try and get Haley to do a song? Is that, is that real? Is that, did we ask? Well, she did it with us once, be- we'll once before, and, and then we figured be it'd be quite good fun to do that again, so maybe we'll ask her. But I feel like she's probably got a lot on. She's, she's probably quite busy <laughs> right now, right? She's probably quite busy. She's doing all her pictures right now. Like, people oh, were... Yeah, like meet oh, yeah. Meet Everyone on board on, on their little car, oh, they have yeah, a time. time so everyone to, gets a picture. So Do you have a time? Yeah. I wonder if I've got a time. Maybe I've got a time. Maybe <laughs> we're, maybe <laughs> we're yeah. missing our engagement right now. I feel like... So, yeah, I, don't, f- I don't have a time. I feel like that may be a bit weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Paramore, but I think I, it'd be a little weird like if, what? if we joined sure. the photo line at the same time and be like, oh my How God, long is that going to take those? Get a photo for them and then two and a half thousand like, people on board. But it's very well organized, I understand. Mm. It's good. It's, it's best. I mean, that relates back to what we were talking about. They don't have to do that. They're not charging people any extra for it. You know, it's like. It's the Parahoy experience. It's you really get a picture. Cool. It's really cool. Paid for meet and greets can get off the boat. They can, get off the they can get right off the boat. The they can get off the boat. They can get right in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's why Justin Bieber can afford all his big baggy pants. Oh yeah. And all those big for me. Bieber again? Is it like it's like thousands in it? Some. And it's in a piece of your soul. It was in the it was in the uh, the news. There was an article about it. I can't remember. Don't matter. Anyway, but we're not on the. We're not on Bieberhoy. Bieberhoy. <laughs> 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 I might, I might pitch that to his management. That's pretty cool. Bieberhoy. Bieberhoy. I'll just make up puns for all parts of the cruise, and you can run it. That's good. Well, last time I was on Parahoy, because they use this ship, the Norwegian Pearl, for all different music cruises. They just kind of clean it up the next week, bring it back for something else. Last time it was the week after the Kid Rock cruise. Oh. <laughs> so they really watched it, really washed it down. This time, <laughs> this time it was after the Gronk cruise. You know who Rob Gronkowski is? No. It, yeah, he's this American football player who plays for the Patriots. Oh. He's like, I mean, he's like, I guess he's a good guy. I don't really know him, but he's, he's just not like a, one of the bad ones. He's like a big bro. He's, oh, he's like a Kid Rock football player, maybe. Right. Oh. What, did he put a bell of, like, DJs on or something? Or was it just... One of the guys from LMFAO performed, oh, I know. Wow. It's uh, party rock. Red Foo Red and... Red Foo, there you go. And Sky Blue. So Red Foo is Benny Gordy's grandson or something, is he not? Yeah, absolutely. He's related to Benny Gordy. Yeah. Yes. Or nephew or something. Yeah. Right. Connections, industry. Mm. 
the Illuminati. We got accused of that this week. Some oh, guy did an Illuminati expose. expose on our band. He's tried to accuse us of like all this Illuminati imagery and symbolism. Oh, the, the pyramids, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, like they were just yeah. Just on the first album, so it made sense to me to get some like necklaces and things that had triangles on them. And apparently, that was the beginning of the end. It's a slippery it was in league with Lucifer. It yeah. felt really good, to be honest. It's the first time that we've like, I guess, impacted on a different level of popular culture. <laughs> it means that things are going well. Crazy psycho culture. Yeah. You say it was a 3D experience. Three sides of the triangle. <laughs> yeah. Boom. There you go. It's all coming. To, I'm I'm onto this. <laughs> with that Illuminati mess. <laughs> to us. So what they what I heard. This is just rumor, but it sounds plausible. On the Grand Cruise last week, someone who is like on the balcony above the stage you played last night jumped off the balcony onto the awning behind the stage oh. and then jumped onto the stage with the artist. Surely that's not advisable. It's not very safe. You hurt yourself, friend. I don't know what happened to this person. I feel like this person might have had a substance in his or her body that prevented them from feeling a lot of this. Maybe. Very in the moment. I feel like there's a health education TV advert in there somewhere. Mm. After school special. Mm. <laughs> You've been affected by any of the issues in today's program. There was program. a guy last night <laughs> watching our show who was obviously off his face on something. He was dancing like on his own, just this kind of guy with a floral shirt. And uh, we finished the last song and he just kept going. <laughs> like we were still playing. It's like, mate, we've stopped. You can, you know. Well, maybe he wasn't the music any was affecting it. him so profoundly. Uh. He was like, I just want to keep living this moment. That's <laughs> so funny. Remember that guy that was, uh, we met this guy once that, was at a meet and greet and we were like oh look forward to I hope you enjoy the show he's yeah I'm, I'm tripping it's gonna be amazing <laughs> and I was like alright cool like well that's good that you're gonna try it no he's like no like I'm, I'm gonna be tripping for the show like I'm, <laughs> I've got a bunch of assets yeah. <laughs> like, don't tell us this like, was he offering you some is yeah, that what you said I think if I'd asked him for it he would have been it would have been a share. different show I think but yeah. <laughs> they're givers they're sharers yeah. Yeah. colourful we, uh, we were like oh nice funny. he's like so looking forward to the light show man like, I'll bet I'll bet oh I'm gonna be but tripping but make sure you've like, got oh, some cool. water and access yeah, yeah. to the exit if you need it like, it's, a, it's a trip I couldn't concentrate on the gig because I was trying to find them in the crowd the entire time Lying down in a corner somewhere. Yeah. Brilliant. Where was this person dancing? Was it someone right up in the front? Because there were some people jiving up there, but then I guess if he was in the back, you would have really seen him. Yeah, so somewhere in the middle, yeah. He was just on his own, having the time of his life. Hawaiian shirt, you said. That's yeah. me and Par- yeah. Paramore. Wait, was it you? <laughs> it's all coming together. Right? <laughs> Wait, Uh-oh. let's talk about this guy some more. He was on, he his moves were he was on some, but his moves are awesome. Like, I saw a lot of good uh, a lot of good dancing at Paramore last night, because um, I went down to the like the pool deck floor to watch it. Um, because I, I don't know, want to. I want to get the vibe. I want to get the vibe, and I can't see couldn't see from the upper deck. I couldn't see round people. I'm a short person, and. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to weave into the middle and see. And the guy in front of me was doing some of the best dancing I've ever seen. There was like some excellent kind of hip wiggle pop stuff going on, but he knew all the backing vocals. So he would do the normal vocal uh, just straightforward, and then when he was doing a backing vocal, he would kind of look up at this guy and put his hand over his mouth and do the kind of like, oh, yeah, like uh, to the side. And I was like, I like that. That's good. I like it. This was ain't a fun. The the finale of the set. Which and he'd been like building up to, to that your mama. The, whole, the whole way through, and he knew everything. He knew all like the deep cuts, all the all we know is falling stuff. He was, and then technically I was right there with him, but with less dance moves. So I was just like quietly doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So. Was he filling in any of the guitar with his voice? 
I don't think so, but he That's did. Next level. He did a little, <laughs> and I wasn't standing with anybody at that time because uh, my friends I go to the bar, and uh, he was doing some air guitaring, and I did a little bit. Of, I do a little snare, air snare. You play. You play drums. I do a little air snare because the drums on Paramore are obviously amazing, and then occasionally there's a. And it's very nice to do. But then I'm like, oh, don't elbow people. Hopefully nobody will notice. And I thought I was flying under the radar. I thought I was doing quite well. Uh, until uh, Haley mentioned during the set, like, she was like, oh, the bands are going to play tonight. Blah, 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 churches. And when she said that, all the kids turned around, they were like, way! <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then we all went back to focusing on the show, which I think is nice. Like, because most of the time at festivals and stuff, you don't really get that. Like, it's kind of harder to go out and watch bands without drunk people pestering you mm. and I think in that moment they were like we're all here to have this communal paramour experience mm. and we'll deal with you afterwards <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> which I like are, that they're all super respectful I don't know I think yeah. there's something on the website about just like don't I mean say hello and no self but don't go nuts yeah. and try and like and everyone was really nice and, and um, very, we didn't cool. like nobody took photos during the gig or anything everyone was like totally focused on the paramour show and then like afterwards when we were walking back up the stairs or whatever we did a little chatting a little bit of photos that's fine mm-hmm. Plus, I think if anybody had asked me to take a photo during the set, I'd be like, I'm trying to concentrate! <laughs> I've been waiting for this forever! <laughs> but, you know, we share that feeling, so all of us are in it together, focusing on the show. Is Paramore big in Scotland? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, they've, they're, they're like, what, arenas everywhere yeah. in the UK now? Arenas everywhere. I saw, I saw them in but Wembley now. Arena. Did you? In London. Oh. And... Yeah, I think the last time I saw them, I saw them in Scotland on the Brand New Eyes tour, maybe. They were in Glasgow, but they were in, like, the big exhibition centre aircraft hangar thing. Yeah. So, they do well. I heard, I heard people kind of like Paramore or something. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard that rumour. It's a thing. Yo, so future churches sets on the cruise. Are we gonna get some Martin songs? Um, yes, because I mean we would have got one Martin song last night if I hadn't been blowing chunks right up until about no. two seconds before no. we went on stage. What was the expression you used earlier? What? It was. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I've never heard it before. Blowing it chunks. Like, That's the it was, was that what he said? Right. <laughs> blowing chunks. What is blowing chunks? Vomit. Vomit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So. Um. But yeah, tomorrow we'll probably do one. We can't play the other one yet, but we will. Maybe soon. we can rustle it together in time. You just could karaoke it, probably. I could <laughs> sing it, but that's not what we're about. We're not about karaoke in it. It's high enough to carry over is a jam. That, thanks very much. Yeah, we're about to start playing that one on the kind of second phase of the album campaign. I think it'll be fun. Like a lot. Of, I, I was. I, I guess we were trying to just to see if people would be interested in that one and. We got a lot of shit for not playing it so far, so it has to be done. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess a little bit of shit from me. Yeah. Very, very small, <laughs> very more. small amount. A suggestion, yeah. a suggestion. <laughs> Maybe um, if you want to get really morbid, just play like "We Sink" three times in a row. And then jump off the edge. Kind of like playing John Denver in an airport. Yeah, you, know I mean? you don't no. fucking do that. It's and, just one and of those you should things. never mention the Scottish play in theatre. It's kind of no. similar. It's just yeah. We should probably have to cut that song. <laughs> <laughs> and don't mention Titanic either on the boat. That's a bad, a bad omen. Bad news. 
Yeah, but I feel like with the age of myself, I'm 27, and most of the cruisers on board, maybe a little bit younger, grew up with Titanic, very aware of it. They know they know the deal. Well, they're they're comfortable with it. Don't trust Billy Zane. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> He's a spy. Somebody somebody told me somebody told me the other day that they're rebuilt they're remodeling a ship that looks like the Titanic and is built the same way from the inside out that you can go on a cruise ship. Sounds like the worst idea of all time. <laughs> How is anyone yeah, going to want to go thing, on guys. That? Nice one. What the fuck? Is it going to have like a rigid class system like the first Titanic? <laughs> I hope so. but, you know. Who knows? It's like, well, there's tickets available, but steerage class. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the fun's to be had, though. You saw that in the yeah, movie. Yeah, the Irish dancing. Oh, dancing. Yeah. And Leo, big Leo. Nice one. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Finally got an Oscar. Finally. Hmm. About bloody time. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about all I have at my end. I'm we excited that for... We got the Leonardo DiCaprio chat in before the end, though. Yeah, it's an imp- <laughs> we have to hit it's on important. the topical things. You yeah. know, he waited, and he was consistently great. So there's a life lesson to all of us. Just patience and be consistently great. I don't think I can name a really there's stinking performance. You can't name any shit film, no. like shit performance that he's ever done. Apart from Titanic, no, that was good. <laughs> Get off the door. That's what we learned from that film. <laughs> Golf the door. There's not enough room for both of us. It got to the point where he was at previous Oscars vaping. There were those photos of him. Mm. And then they made a new rule that you couldn't vape at the Oscars. Oh, really? To try and get rid of him or what? Well, oh. I don't know. Maybe they keep him in line. But then he finally won. The first year there was no vaping. Oh, maybe, maybe that was the problem. It's too edgy for he the Academy. He vaped his way out of the running too for edgy for the Academy. There's nothing edgy about vaping. It's so uncool. <laughs> Well, but yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, absolutely. for chatting to us aboard the lovely Norwegian Pearl. Ahoy. Thank you, guys. So yeah, that's it. That's the show. We joked a lot, talked about some serious stuff. I really had a good time with that one. And as I mentioned, last week's episode featured another one of this batch of interviews that I did on the Paramore cruise. It was with Lights, who was also performing on the cruise. And we talked about things like this. The interesting thing is, is that, you know, Paramore announced this cruise without announcing the mm-hmm. other artists. Yeah. And it sold out before they announced any of them. So I was really surprised that there are actually some of my fans on the ship because they had no idea I was going to be on it. Um, so there is crossover and it's really powerful and Paramore fans are super sweet and it's just like, it's awesome. It kind of reminds me of my fan base and that everybody's kind of misfits and, and they find themselves in the fanship and being a Paramore fan and they're, that, that's their people. And there's just all different kinds of people from all over the world of all colors and, and shapes and it's awesome and, you know, this is what brings people together. That's a really powerful thing. So to hear more of that interview, search for the Alton R Stars on iTunes or in the podcast app on your phone. Also, link to subscribe and listen to the archives at the bottom of this page if you're viewing it on billboard.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast and hear other archived episodes. New episode runs every Friday afternoon on billboard.com. Till then, have a good weekend, everybody. Peace out. 
here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.